Hello, and welcome back once again to the Martial Arts Mania Podcast. This is going to be part two of our top 10 kickers of Hong Kong cinema, where we count down our numbers five through one. I apologize about the delay between this episode and the previous one. It was not our intention to wait this long, but unfortunately, I got caught up with some school and work stuff. So, without further ado, here is our part two of our top 10 kickers of Hong Kong cinema. I hope you enjoy. Yes. All right. We're in our top five. And this is going to be really interesting because there's a few neither of us have said yet. And I guarantee you uh, it's going to be interesting. So let's start with your number five. Who is your number five? Tell me right now. Damn it. Okay. Ken Lo. Oh. And now, here's the deal. He is, if you're looking at my honorable mentions list right now, he mm-hmm. is number one. Nice. Because his role in Drunken Master 2 yes. might be the greatest villain kicking role of all time. Agreed. That being said, he never had another kicking role of that uh, stature again, in my opinion. I, I, you're absolutely right. I tried to find other kicking roles of that caliber. And unfortunately, he, the roles he played too often were either kind of, buff, kind of buffoonery. Yes. But he's had a few like backup bad guy roles that, oh, yeah. have, that have stood out. And then he's also had like some roles against Jet Li. But unfortunately, those fights with Jet Li are usually sped up film and take away yeah. from his power, which is one of the key reasons because he exhibited all three of the elements that I'm looking for in the top 10 list. He, yeah, I'd say, to be honest with you, off the top of my head, one of my other favorite kicking roles of his is the movie that I introduced you to, is uh, Crystal Hunt. Yes. He did. Yeah. yeah, you're right. So, yeah, for, for me, he made, he made the list and exactly for that movie, Drunken Master, too, because there, there's never... I haven't really seen uh, a scene of uh, a character that changed the course of a movie. And also, like, I know that that film, he had to train for that character, if I'm not mistaken, sort of at the last minute because they had somebody else cast. But Jackie Chan was a little disappointed with how the person was not remembering the choreography or not taking to it. Well, if, if I'm not mistaken, he went to Ken Law and told him to get ready. Well, I haven't heard that, but that could totally be true. What I've heard is the, the well, not urban legend, the, the thing Jack is like, all right, look, you need to train your kicks for like a few months because this role I'm going to be having you do is insane. And you're going to be able to have to like hold your leg up and do this and that. And so like, that's why he had to uh, train so hard for it. Yeah. Well, it's, it sounds the like- nice thing- Oh, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to say, it sounds like there, if, if both of our stories are even half <laughs> true, the, the truth is, is that Jackie Chan went to him and told him to get ready. Right. And uh, a nice thing also is uh, he has that realistic fighting thing too, because supposedly I've never, I've never been able to find the proof and I've searched for years and I guess we'll just have to interview him. Remember he was, he has an interesting background. Supposedly like he was born in Cambodia to Chinese parents, but then raised Mm -hmm. in Thailand and then came to Hong Kong and was working as a bouncer in a disco when Jackie met him. But supposedly he was not a Muay Thai champion. He was a free fighting champion in Thailand. Now, what that means, I don't know. 
But that real authentic fighting is there. You know he was some sort of, whether he fought Muay Thai, uh, I mean, uh, who knows what it could have uh, been. Maybe it was Pradal Saray in Cambodia. I don't know. Uh, either which way, he's definitely a real fighter. He's got that real, like, boxing hands and then the kicks. Yeah, great choice. And isn't doesn't he play a somewhat impactful role in uh... – Thunderbolt slash Dead Heat. If I remember correctly, he's in a double, like Jackie Chan has to defend himself against two kickers. And I'm sort of blanking right now, but I feel like that was Ken, Ken Lo was one of those two characters. Oh, in the, in the, are you the, talking about the Japanese casino fight or whatever? Yes, I am. Yeah, I can't remember if he's one of, it's like coming back to me. It's so funny because one of the Instagram pages I follow, uh, maybe it's Hong Kong Cinema Appreciation Society. I feel like they posted, they posted a fight from Thunderbolt the other day and I was rewatching. I was like, I need to get a hold of this movie again. I had a VHS copy uh, back in high school that I taped off of TV, but you know, the, the way that movie shot, I've only really enjoyed it hundred percent once. Uh, and that's when I had the Japanese version in my, was it the Japanese version? I think it's the Japanese version or there are like three versions of the film. And one of them has an extended fight scene and that's in the pachinko parlor. And uh, other, the other versions kind of cut it out or chop up the story a little bit because the way it's shot, the story kind of, pops all over the place as you well i remember the version i had that fight scene was long as hell so okay uh, maybe that's the one must be the same one that we saw but uh excellent entry i mean once again he was number one on my honorable mentions list one reason he didn't make it was just not enough kicking rolls yeah that's that's a completely fair reason not to have him there i mean that's a reason why i put a couple other people off the list all right so are you ready for my number five oh absolutely so my number five wasn't even on my top 10. He was <laughs> part of a trio on my honorable mentions. Then I went and watched his highlight video going down the rabbit hole. And I'm like, oh my gosh, AJ. Because because he was also going to be on my honorable mentions list as, as having one of the, not just one, but a couple of the greatest kicks ever in Hong Kong cinema. And then mm -hmm. I realized, wait a minute. He's just had a bunch of amazing kicking roles in general as it is. And so my number five is... Yuen Biao. Nice. AKA Yuen Biao, if you want to use the Cantonese pronunciation, as you probably should. Uh, but yes, Yuen Biao, uh, I, I, was re I went back and rewatched his highlight reel and I was like, wait, what the hell? Why isn't he on my list? And for me, though, the one kick that, uh, and here's the deal with Yuen Biao. Obviously, he comes from the opera background. He was known for his acrobatic abilities. But in the late 70s, he did specifically train in Taekwondo under. Uh, one of my about to come uh, choices, and I don't want to spoil it, but either That's choice. Okay. So he, he, yeah, he did. We're going to start to merge. Yes, so he did authentically train in Taekwondo, which you can see in his kicks, and he just has. Yeah, he can do all of the kicking styles of everybody else on my list. Now, here's the deal: Does he do them necessarily as uh, as clean or as crisp? Maybe not, or maybe they're as clean as or as crisp, but they don't have that level of authenticity, right? Because it's yeah. just something he learned. Yeah. He didn't drill maybe thousands of times because he didn't need to. But you're like, holy crap, he does a side kick just as good as so so, or holy crap, he does the jump spinning, uh, you know, heel kick just as good as so and so. Like, yeah. but it's, it just seems so flawless and easy for him sometimes. But he could do everything, and uh, for me, the number one hands down. Okay, the top two kicks. The number the the number two one is in Twinkle Twinkle uh, Lucky Stars, 
when he's fighting, I think it's Lockhart Wing in the warehouse fight in the opening with uh, Jackie mm-hmm. and uh, Andy Lau. And he does that. It's like he flows from three different kicks, right? He does the jump spinning kick, lands another kick and another kick. Yeah. I, I can visual, I visualize it right now. It's been a while since nice. I've seen it, but I, you, I know exactly the kick you're talking about. And then obviously, obviously, the number one kick of UMBL, which is maybe one of the number one kicks ever captured in Hong Kong cinema, is his, uh, that kick against Melvin Wong in the finale of Rock and <laughs> Rocks, right? You knew that was coming. It, yeah, absolutely. That, that it, just kick, the way it's filmed. It, it's, a, it's a team effort there. Obviously, he performed it incredible they shot it at that perfect angle the lighting the uh the costume just that kick is just you can watch it on replay you're just like holy shit and and melvin wong took that hit so yes. well yeah exactly if it's him i i need to go back and really but that's true this yeah. is someone else but, had to stand in for that but yeah, he just but it, now is, is just phenomenal just an amazing kicker and uh he could do everything I'd say the only reason that he wouldn't be higher up, because I did at one point, I like was like, oh, maybe he's number two. But I was like, you know, it's just that level of authenticity and sincerity and some of the kicks that come from being a real martial artist and having that real martial arts background. Absolutely. Um, that, that's going to transition right into my number four. And that's, that's UMBL as well, of course. Okay. Did I just hear some sort of ding? Is that our, like, are we running out of time? Or I don't think you heard anything on my end. Oh, perfect. I think we're okay. okay. Oh, is that Angry Birds I just heard from the couch? Okay. Oh. <laughs> Jessica's been to Angry Birds recently. So, so you have Angry Birds going on over there and I have animals. Yeah, quarantine uh, games. So, all right. So your, your number four then is UNBL. UNBL. What else would you like to say? It was the, it's the same kick, of course. But uh, for me, it goes a little further than that. I mean, obviously, he went from five to four on our respective lists. Uh, he had that soccer movie, The Champions. And for me, yes, that and was... Yes, and I so. knew, see, for you, I was like, all right. It might be a little biased for him, but just yeah. like my, my number one choice is 100% bias. And that's what I said to myself. I was like, you know what? Gavin could pick him as number one just based off the champions. Yeah. So I, I almost, I almost, he was a little higher. And then same thing. I, I've like been slowly like relaxing a little bit because there is the, sometimes there is a lack of power. What I like about the writing wrongs kick is there's no way he's holding back on power because to get that around, he had to have power in that kick. But yes. uh, champions, he unleashed a fury of kicks uh, on soccer balls, and uh, of course, there's the there's the soccer esque kick that he did in uh, Eastern Condors when he was using those uh, uh, coconuts that he was kicking around in the Vietnamese jungle. That's right. Yes, uh, and some of those kicks are just it's just he's delivering precision and he's spectacular. That's exactly what you want in the film. Um, I, uh, I can't think of a, and, and, you know, when I went to, uh, dragons forever and looked at that, I mean, that's more his acrobatics than his kicks. Right. But, I mean, if you even go to his earlier films like knockabout and dreadnought, uh, there's some great kicks in there. And of course he's in one of my, uh, it's hard for me to say my top 10 films of all time, but his work in prodigal son and that film in particular, uh, he's just, he's particularly phenomenal and his kicks are not as solid as they are as, as it goes on in years. And that's very interesting because you mentioned who he ended up training with, uh, but they're, they're believable. And he actually comes in that film. He develops his kicking obviously. Well, and just like narrative. during the ending fight with Frankie Chan, he's always yes. doing a ton of non Wing Chun kicks, but you don't give a crap because they look so good. <laughs> You're like, even, even when I saw the movie, when I was like 12. I was like, wait a minute, he shouldn't be doing those. But I'm just yeah. like, I don't care. 
Um, so I'm, re- I'm ready for your number four. Okay. My number four is my second and last entry. Oh, no, actually, I'm sorry. My, f- my first. Nope. Sorry. It's getting late. My second and last entry from Korea, Mr. Huang Jeng Li. Mm, mm, mm. And I mean, it, it's like, it's, you know, once okay. again, ingrained in my head since top fighter, right? And a lot of people I'd say would put him at the top of their list. And if they say, if you don't, it's blasphemous, it's against, you know, everything, Kung Fu kicking. And the thing is, he, he is, I mean, he's phenomenal. He's one of the greatest kickers. His Taekwondo skill can't be denied. His, you know, he could do everything. Uh, one of my all-time favorite Kung Fu movies is Hitman in the Hand of Buddha, which he directed. Uh, but for example, one of the frustrating parts for me in that movie is the opening fight scene, we get to see his kicks. Awesome. Mm-hmm. The ending fight scene, we get to see his kicks. Awesome. The rest of the fights throughout the movie are phenomenal, but it's like I felt sometimes he was trying to prove he can do like – like supposedly he was an eagle claw expert as well. I mean, and he did everything great, but sometimes I just didn't want him to be as conservative. I almost felt like he was holding back as crazy as that sounds. No, yeah, um, uh, so I'm embarrassed to say like I totally forgot uh, about him. Uh, when I was going through this list, I think, I think when I was going through this list, I didn't, I didn't even think for a moment about him <laughs> and uh, I should, I should have, but uh, it's funny because I kept saying, who's, who's that guy who was in uh, like uh, police stories, trying to remember the fights and trying to remember uh, a, a couple of other fights from other, other films that he's been in. And it just, uh, he, he was not in police story. Well, I have, I have him down as, in police story or did he do something for police story no uh huang jeng lee was definitely not in police story he was in where's officer tuba in terms of contemporary like hong kong new wave action fight scenes and he was in obviously he's one of the three uh, ninjas in shanghai express Mm -hmm. uh he was in uh I'm, i'm thinking of his later roles like you might be thinking from that era he was in uh, No Retreat, No Surrender Two. Thank you. Okay. Now I know. Now I'm now I'm put placing his contemporary roles together with his seventies uh, right. roles, and it's funny because like I, I didn't even think about him in his in his eighties uh, roles at all, and it's kind of for embarrassing. Me, but you you for me uh, what I think his have, best kicking role is. Please uh, don't. And, and it's maybe one of my all-time favorite kung fu movies as it is and i mentioned it uh earlier is game of death 2 yeah uh and his his ending fight uh spoiler alert he's not dead uh his ending fight at game of death 2 is phenomenal we get to see him just unleash a barrage of kicks uh against kim tai chung uh and yuan biao doing a lot of his doubling uh and so yeah he's just you know he is phenomenal but and this is going to sound really blasphemous also, so please, people, don't hate me. One of the things that doesn't put him past the top three in my list, and people are going to say, oh, well, he supposedly killed that guy with a kick by kicking him to the temple when he was instructing the Vietnamese army during the Vietnam War, which is the mm-hmm. urban legend. I don't know if it's true. I, his martial arts skills can be denied. Definitely authentic Taekwondo. I don't necessarily see that fighter in him, the real fight experience. You know what I'm saying? Full contact fight experience. 
I understand that completely. Yep. Uh, but I, 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 I realized, what, you, know, you know what I like about this? Oh, the Jackie Chan. Okay, so I've actually cheated and I've like Googled right now. And the Jackie yeah. Chan. Well, fight. of course, Snake and the Eagle Shadow, Drunken that's Master. Exactly. Like yeah, that's exactly. That's the one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. What I can say is one thing that this list has done is it's inspired me to go back and watch uh, some Casanova Wong as well as uh, Huang Jingli. This is, this is, this is going to be a good list for me. But yes, I, have a, yes. I have a similar, I have a, someone from a similar, I don't, I don't know if I'm going to say a similar background, but someone for number three? coming up. Yeah. Okay. So, so I, I'm pretty much finished with Huang Jingli. Uh, amazing. Uh, Hitman in the Hand of Buddha. Everybody go watch that movie. If you haven't, it's on, I think it's on prime. Uh, great movie. Uh, his best kicking role for me though, is game of death Two. Uh, phenomenal Taekwondo ability for me though. I just didn't see that real, uh, fight experience in all honesty, but his Taekwondo skills can't be denied. And also his video, the art of high impact kicking is phenomenal. It's on Amazon prime. It's an instructional video. Okay. Who is your number three? Okay. I have a, we have the same one. Oh, if we do, then that's great. Cause I, I feel like I need to recover after that. Uh, it's why ing shik for me. Oh my gosh. Great choice. Not mine. Okay. Yeah. Like, that- fantastic choice and he does qualify he does qualify i mean way of the dragon uh fist yeah. of the unicorn uh hapkido when taekwondo strikes he uh dragon lord young master so he was in plenty of hong kong movies yes and it was it was essentially young master is the is the what did it for me now you mentioned that ken Lowe is like probably the best kicking villain of all time and that's because he has like two kind of key kick moves that stand out to me but if you go to uh, if you go to Young Master, uh, Wang Yingshik really uh, just unveiled a power, just a whole, a whole extended fight. I mean, how many minutes was that fight? What, was it a full 20 minutes or pretty close to that? I, I think, think the, the full 14? version, I didn't get to see until I was an adult because I had the uh, original English dub cut where the fight is cut way down. But the full version, I want to say, is like 13 to 16 minutes. That's a random amount, but that's what I have in my head. Yeah, I think uh, I think uh, that that fight scene... Can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Yeah, that, I think that fight scene in particular just is, is the fight scene to go watch for just power kicks, precision kicks, and and honestly... You were talking about like some believability. If someone could have been a fighter, I I don't know what I don't know what his background is per se, but he did. Yeah, he. Well, I know that part, but I mean, like, like I don't know if like he has like a oh yeah, yeah, yeah. fighter's background or anything. But he he hit all three for me. Uh, there's like some light precision kicks, some pure power kicks, and some pretty spectacular kicks in that. And uh, so for me, I had to. I agree. I, 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 I think he does have that kind of that element that I don't see in Huang Jingli. And he, he is a, the, he's a great choice that to be honest with you, I didn't even really think about for my list. Cause I always, I, it's so funny. I say, I roll off all these movies right now. And I think I forgot to say way of the dragon. Uh, <laughs> but I, for some reason, in the back of my head, all I ever associate with him is way of the dragon and young master. I'm like, Oh, he only did two movies, but just now I'm like, Oh yeah, he did Hapkido. Oh yeah. He did when Taekwondo strikes. Oh yeah. Dragon Lord. Oh yeah. Fist of unicorn. Right. I th- was he in Fist of Unicorn? Jihan Jae was. Maybe I'm mistaken. But either which way, uh, phenomenal choice. And he does have that authenticity, that power in his kicks. Where you're like, damn, this dude's a real fighter. And on top of that, 
uh, like when you watch Hapkido, and by the way, Angela Mao was on my honorary list, but when you watch Hapkido, he's just a step above everybody else. And uh, yeah. he, he's showing what the, the Hong Kong filmmakers and fight choreographers like Sam and stuff, they hadn't quite gotten down yet because they were just learning it. He's like a foreshadowing of Hong Kong kicking that is to come. Yes. And he's also in When Taekwondo Strikes, which I love that movie. And you can see him in the great Jun Ri. Uh, and, and once again, just he puts those kicks on display. And the thing about Young Master I love, not even so much his kicks, it's his Hapkido, the joint locks and, uh, you know, uh, Aiki Jiu-Jitsu, what you call Japanese, or Chin in Chinese, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's and what I love about that film also is like, it's, it's the kitchen sink movie. Jackie Chan threw everything into that movie. All the oh, fights yeah. are just, it, it's, it's just a phenomenal film when it comes to like, if, if you really want to make a break, just throw everything in and he did that. And, and then he, he closed it off with like a, a 15 plus minute final fight against a uh, flying chick. Yep. And the funny part is there's a great interview with him on the Kung Fu uh, movie guide podcast. Cause he went to go do a seminar in the UK like two or three years ago. Okay. <laughs> but it's, it's like part of the episodes him. He is so hard to understand. Uh, his his accent is just so heavy, but it's still a great interview. Uh, and uh, ha, ha, my hats off to Mr. Ben Johnson for getting him on yeah. the interview. But uh, and a fun little trivia note I love about this uh, internet rumor, or I'm not sure if it's true. He was actually born in what is now North Korea. Oh, but pre pre Korean War. If, wow. Uh, but so, like, uh, he was born in what is North Korea. Interesting. And if I'm not mistaken, he was supposedly the instructor for Dragon Lee, maybe, at one point or another. The uh, That's another internet rumor I read years ago, Dragon Lee, the Bruce Bloitation star. But anyway, I digress. I think that's a great choice. And now in reflection, I'm like, huh, I guess I could have easily picked him. But uh, phenomenal choice, my friend. Well, I, I appreciate that. It's... Uh... Hopefully that, that and this makes me, recovers this makes me my... more excited, though, because obviously our number three is not the same, but our top two have to be the same. They have to be the same, but okay. I don't know. So anyways, my number three is oh. a man of many names. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm not sure if you and I have gone to see a movie of his at New Beverly, because I can't remember if you came with me to this one, but is Mr. Flashlegs Tan, Tan Tao Liang, Dorian Flashlegs Tan. That's the movie I didn't show up to. Yes. Okay. There we go. You jerkhead. That was my birthday one, I think. Right? Maybe. Yeah. Uh, it was tat. It was uh, Black Belt Jones two, aka, or I should say, Tattoo Connection, aka Black Belt Jones two, that they were showing in New Beverly. That's a but really Mr. good Mr. Flashlight Tan, uh, who is a phenomenal uh, Taekwondo kicker, originally from Taiwan, uh, and he was a full contact Taekwondo champion in that period. Now, what that means exactly? I'm not sure. You would probably have to go and do some real ethnographic research in Taiwan and see what the fighting was like back then. But if I had to guess, I think it's very similar to what is would be like almost full contact point karate. Because he mentions in his interview on Top Fighter, like you know, they, they were it was full contact. They fought for reals, and that's how he developed his kicking style, where he'd hold his leg up in the air because he mm -hmm. wasn't getting the points when he'd smack guys and then pull his leg away. So he'd hold his leg up in the air to be like, hey, I got the points. And no one, he epitomizes the hopping on one foot and kicking and continuously moving style. You know, uh, and the thing is, when he does it, 
you're like, damn, this dude used to do that for real. You can see it. For example, like even Casanova Wong does it a little bit, not as clean. Other guys have tried, not as good. When he does it, he makes it look flawless, easy, and he does it with both legs. Yeah. And it's really like, good choice. It, yeah, it's like if Superfoot Wallace would have been able to transition to screen, <laughs> that's like what it, uh, that's what would it, it would have been like. You know what I mean? And the thing is, he did do a lot of great jump kicks too. And he did do jump uh, aerial spin ones, but I could literally just watch him do, you know, his hopping roundhouse kick on the lead leg. And it's so fast and so beautiful and it's so powerful and it's so real. You're like, all right, this guy is a full contact Taekwondo champion. I mean, he was what I hinted at earlier. He was the trainer for John Liu. Uh, I know flash legs was born in Korea, but raised in Taiwan. But I do know he is of Shandong Chinese heritage because in top fighter, even though they're dubbed over in their interviews, there's a space where he's talking about how he was training John Liu. And he says something along the lines of, uh, so his parents were also, uh, Shandong people. Really? And yeah. So I, and I remember years after learning Mandarin years later, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, okay. So he, I do know that his, his ethnicity or, you know, his heritage is from Shandong born in, Korea, uh, and then moved to Taiwan. So he, you know, he had that, he, he grew up doing Taekwondo. He was a Taekwondo champion. Uh, my favorite role of his, I don't know. I have a soft spot for the tattoo connection, but probably <laughs> the leg fighters is a classic one, which Michael worth just helped do that Blu-ray release for, which is great. Uh, just phenomenal, man. Like no one could do what he did as good as him. Nice. That's, that's a really, really good selection. Yeah, really good and that his his authenticity and his believability as a real fighter is what put him above like Huang Jingli for me uh, and some of the other ones. And I'd say one of the only things that hurt him actually is the fact that he was probably so darn short. And Possibly. so I feel like it kind of, uh, some of the stuff, you know, that he could do, it's like it just didn't look as good because he was sh- so short like compared to his opponents. Interesting. I have someone on my honorable mentions list that has the, exact opposite problem but uh among a few other things okay okay but uh and also uh remember flashlegs also ran a school in monterey park for years i didn't know it was i think it was only in like right when i moved down here when i moved back from china uh that he closed it and moved back to taiwan i don't know and uh yeah so i know i'm like damn and he was also he was the one that taught you and biao in the late seventies. He was also the one that helped prepare Shannon Lee for her Hong Kong movie, enter the Eagles. Really? And he was also the one that after Philip Tan initially trained, uh, Jonathan Kihutuan for uh, temple of doom, he later would be, uh, his Taekwondo instructor. And that's why breathing fire, like our favorite, uh, B movie is like co- produced, co-written, co-everything by, Flashlegs Tan under the English name he had of Dorian Tan. <laughs> we'll have to watch that. I'll have to rewatch yeah. that. We nev- we need to do a whole episode on breathing fire for sure. All right. So we're in our top two. They have to be the same. I think they have to be. I mean, I'm scared because I've left one legend off, but I, I don't know if that legend is on or off for you as well. All right. But let's let's see. What is your number two? My number two, I'm gonna go with Billy Chow. Oh, is he your one? I he's not my number two. Okay, because I was going back and forth with him, 
And then in the end, I was like, this other person right, conveys this? more power. I have a gut feeling my number two is your number one. So let's establish okay. this and then okay. we can just tackle them together. Okay. My number two is Donnie Yen. Oh, really? No, absolutely different. What? I couldn't. What? I, no. And I'm surprised, I'm surprised uh, you have this person off your list. Jessica's looking at you like you're crazy right now. Uh, she's she's got this look on her face like I, think I don't you need to fire Gavin. Well, and I'm wondering where you. I'm wondering where if he's not on your top ten. Wait, did you just say Samo? Yeah. Yeah, no, Samo's not on my. Samo's on my honorary mention list, and Samo might be one of the most powerful kickers on screen. But okay, all right. So wait, let's go back to our. Okay, okay. your number two is Billy Chow. Go talk about Billy Chow. Okay, well, B- I, B- Billy Childs your, is your number one, right? Yes. Okay. Well, he, so how about this? How about this? How about this? Uh, do you want to talk about Donnie and Samo and then Billy Child? Sounds good. That's how we're going to do this. Okay. Okay. So my number two is Donnie Yen. And let me tell you why. Donnie Yen, he, man, his kicks, he can do it all. And the thing is, he has that wushu background, but he also has that, uh, karate and Taekwondo background from his time growing up in Boston. Uh, you know, he has that, the real fighting experience. I mean, he's talked about in interviews how he was preparing to go into full contact karate at that time or like American kickboxing, hurt his shoulder, uh, couldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the thing is his kicking abilities, he can do it all. He can do like more Chinese wushu style. He can do Korean kicking style. He can do Muay Thai style. He can do everything. I mean, he, he is the best at the jump triple sidekick. I don't care who else says it. Uh, and his speed. Some, there's certain scenes in like his low budget movies where they just lit the camera, like film, and he just sidekick, 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 sidekick. Just, you know, it's like, it's nothing fancy about the choreography, but it's just amazing. And he can pull off some of these incredible, you know, jump spinning kicks. His sidekicks are insanely strong, a la Bruce Lee. I mean, he has a lot of those same style kicks like Bruce Lee. Uh, you know, almost like Jeet Kune Do-esque. Uh, I, I mean, I just, it, I think Donnie Yen is one well, of the greatest kickers of all time. Well, obviously, you're, kind of you. you're, you're, you're obviously, I mean, you're absolutely right. What I, so what I was alluding to before, when we, at the very beginning when we started, I actually made the choice not to, not to put, uh, five people on this list. And then at the very end, I started watching three of those five people and started putting them on the list. So okay. those, those people are what I consider the, the legends of Hong Kong cinema. So, so he Bruce, was the legend you were talking about. Yes. So it's yeah. Bruce Lee, Donnie Yen, Jackie Chan, Jet Li, Gordon Liu. I felt like they're all legends of their respective eras. eras. And I was like, I'm not going to put them on this list because I want to make this list about people who are kickers only not people who are the full the full package the total package ah but see that's the thing donnie is the full package but he's also just that good at kicking that he deserves to be on here and real quick side note i forgot to mention the beginning about bruce lee i'm like bruce lee's bruce lee he doesn't get on this list just because i mean he could top any list exactly so that's yeah (laughs) when i started but then when i started watching like so i started off like last night or two nights ago, uh, just like looking at Gordon Liu, Jet Li, Jackie Chan. I'm like, you know what? They're throwing a lot of kicks. Their kicks are all good. I just need to start putting them on it. But I remember if we had postponed tonight, I probably would have watched 
Donnie Yen and Bruce Lee. But I was specifically set out to leave the legends off. And then I started cheating. And that's why they're in my 10, 11, and 10, tied to 10 and 9 spot. Uh, so that's, that's the only reason why I didn't even think about reviewing Donnie or Bruce. Mind you, between the two of us, I think that my number one is a true, is a true cinema legend. But oh, he is, he, he, I mean, he, but with that said, he doesn't, he, when people around the world talk about martial artists, they're not, or martial art film stars, they're not talking about Sam Long. Um, so let's talk about my number one, who I was going back and forth because Billy Chow was my number one for the longest time. And then real there was, quick for me, real quick though, my, my top Donnie and kicking role. Oh yeah. Sorry I, about that. You have to say, oh, no worries. Is I love in the line of duty Four. Oh yeah. We're on, on the roof. It's, yeah, it's on the roof, it, on, it, just throughout that whole movie, just great kicks. The you know the jump triple side kick he does, yeah. just yeah. And then that, that's it's actually the kick, isn't that the kick that uh, you talked to? Uh, we talked with uh, Keith about. Um, yes. Well. Yeah. 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 Well, I yeah. mean, yeah. we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so let's talk about my my number one, which was my number two for about two weeks steady. And then I moved. Okay. Uh, then I moved Billy Chow from one down to two. Uh, mistake. It was a mistake, and I was I was I was going back and forth. And even during this thing, I was I I kept writing the numbers next to their names. Like if I showed you the three pages of my uh, book, Billy Chow's. Well, tell you what, top. I'm such a good friend. I'm going to let you right <laughs> now if you want to change your mind. And Jessica's nodding her head. She's okay. like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. she just raised an eyebrow, like. I don't know. You're giving him a second chance. That's awfully nice of you, babe. That's what she's thinking. But if you want to so, switch, but if not, I respect your decision. Well, I, I've been going back and forth. And so like, if, if let's talk about Samuel Hung and then we can both talk about Billy Chow together. Um, but for me, the reason why Samuel Hung's on my top 10 list and in my top one, two spot is just, he does things that are definitely spectacular. I mean, we can talk about his body size and like how he's moving in a way that other people his size don't move and other people not his size don't move. Then we can talk about his sheer power. And yes. there, is, there is always power delivered and there is always precision in his kicks. Uh, if, uh, if I'm not mistaken, a great example of his precision is that soloplex kick that he gives with his toes in uh, Pedicab Driver. Yes. Uh, Oof. What, I, what I'd also like to point out about Samo is his ability to sell for other kickers. And I know this was about kickers and not just taking kicks, but he took kicks from so many people and specifically a lot from Billy Chow. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, uh, so from that perspective, there, it was really hard for me not to include him. But there is that one kick, I think it's in Pedicab Driver, where, he, where it's, uh, the camera angle is perfect. It's the back kick where he just lifts his leg into somebody's chin, if I, if I remember correctly. Um, he has so much speed throughout his entire career. If you go to even in believability, if you go to his work dating back to Enter the Fat Dragon, go to his work in uh, uh, Skinny Tiger, Fatty Dragon, if you go to his work uh, uh, against Yun Biao and Cynthia Rothrock in Millionaire's Express, there are a lot of kicks that he unveils in that. Uh, in that scene, uh, his work against Yun Hua and uh, uh, bear with me, Yun Hua in 
I can't think. I'm blanking on. Oh, in, in Eastern Condors, of course. But it's okay. working Eastern Condors in general. And then also the one person I always wanted him to work against, uh, Benny the Jet, he really didn't get to do too much work against him. He had to work uh, basically in Dragons Forever before he right. gets uh, drugged out. He's working against like 12 guys facing one way and and Benny the Jet behind him. But there's one kick that he unleashes that he should not be able to unleash. And that's the kick where he hits the guy in the, in the chin when he's right. Yes, and he goes blind through the glass. Yeah. Or the so, door or whatever. Yeah. So for me, he's, he, he, he had to be on the top 10 list. He had to be top one or two. Uh, you know what? You've, I think you've like sold me into the top 10 for him uh, or maybe a tie at least because in rethinking it, it's the power I would, I would go as far as to say, because once again, we're not counting Bruce. Bruce is his own entity. Yeah, Bruce is absolutely. the man, which is my hero. But he has the strongest sidekick of anybody in cinema in general, Sammo Hung, his sidekick. Yeah. Yes. The way he torques his body because of his size, <laughs> he kind of yeah. leans over. But not like other guys because they don't have the flexibility. Not like the Jim Kelly uh, roundhouse and sidekick where he kind of bent his body over because he just <laughs> yeah. kind of reached his leg up. But Samo's sidekick's incredible. Not only that, you look at earlier in his career, he didn't do it as much later, but that Hapkido jump double front kick where mm-hmm. you do the left and the right leg at the same time up to their chin, right? He did that throughout his career. Uh, his spinning wheel kick or spinning hook kick was very underrated. And uh, I think of even just his first real quick opening fight in The Victim, I'm pretty sure he uses it. And he uses it throughout his career. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, it has to do the way his body positioning. And it's like he knew how to make himself look good at all times. And I, 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 for me, it's, it's, uh, it's quality, it's spectacular, it's power, it's precision. And he also has quickness. It's just every, he delivered on everything. And so when I made the rule about no legends, he was the exception because I didn't see he's a legend and I'm totally biased. You know, I got to work with him. So I'm, I, I'll always be biased. I knew from the get go, he'd be in my top five, but well, um, it's kind of the same thing with me and Donnie Yen. Uh, he yeah. was not even, uh, I think Donnie, like you and BL might've not even been on my list at first. And then going back and rewatching, I, I think I was probably just watching one of his movies and I was like, wait, how is he not? And it, you know, a, a, a real quick side note I forgot about Donnie is just, Yes, some of his earlier movies, they did do undercranking with sped up, but you can watch footage of him kicking where you're like, is this sped up? But then you see the reactions aren't, and he was just that fast. And that's what made me bring in like a quote unquote, like leading man legend onto that list as well. So I get where you're coming with Samo as well. Well, I think it's a great choice with, uh, with, uh, uh, done again for you and i mean it, it you know when i look like i said when we started this list like my my six through ten i'm not confident in but i was really confident in my one through five uh well and let's talk about yeah let's talk the, about the person who the whole list revolves around yes the one that i got right and you got wrong unfortunately but that's all right <laughs> uh, <laughs> my number one and your number two a very uh it's it's totally biased for me as a you know competitive kickboxer and right. he's one of my inspirations from the early days, uh, Mr. Billy Chow. I'm gonna go ahead and let you talk first. You 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 lead this. So for me, like we can we can spend uh, however long Zoom will let us talk on pedicab driver, but yes. we, I would also want to take a sidetrack and talk about his work in the Blonde Fury. Against yes. uh, Chin, Chin Su Ho. 
thank you. The front yes. kicks, the front kicks yes. are so real and so yes. hard and so delivered so well. And I, I mean, Chan Sui Ho did a great job in that scene. Right. And so did, who was the guy he fought right before that who, uh, who uh, Billy Chow took care of pretty quickly? Wasn't there somebody uh, else? Was it Hoi Mang? I think so. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's definitely you're gonna, Sorry. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna have stronger. You're gonna have, you're gonna have pretty strong legs to go against me. And I mean, the kicks are all realistic, cinematically placed, extremely well. There's precision, power. Everything is spectacular. He's not doing the Yun Biao stuff because he doesn't have to. He's coming right. from his his center of gravity is so for me. Uh, the, my top three people again: uh, Samuel Billy and Hua Ying They all do, exhibit low center of gravity and that's why you believe all their kicks but yes billy chow center of gravity tra- looks like on film it looks like it starts in his just below his core and goes through his entire leg to to the point of impact uh he's fought it's just like uh i think you're number five pick right kurata he he's yep. fought he's fought everybody on film that he should have fought during his performing career. And that includes uh, a little sped up film with uh, Jet Li. That includes uh, some great work with Sam Hung. Uh, so, I mean, of course, Cynthia Rothrock, I don't, but I don't know how people, I don't know if that's like considered necessary, legendary, but- uh, I, would, uh, I would say that. And he I also, would. he definitely fought Donnie Yen in uh, yes. Iron Monkey 2. And, yes, his uh, working- so I mean, I, he, he's he's his his res his film resume. There's there's a reason you keep getting called up. Like you know, we talk about sometimes like Guaylo's getting called up, and like yep. it's, it's pretty phenomenal that you know Richard Norton, for instance, gets called up, got called up a few times throughout his career, uh, whereas other like Guaylo's might get called up once, maybe twice. Uh, he's been called up multiple times to play leading roles across the board, and then like that next leading role, uh, you know, just to like give a little weight. I think what. Uh, what role did he play in Dragons Forever? Did he play, wait, Billy Chow. He was one of the henchmen, but right? he's featured. He's featured in the fight scene in the bar, which he yes. does a great job. And, and then he's the one that takes on Yuen Biao. Yes. Uh, in the finale. Thank you. So he's 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 featured. Uh, he's he's had a career, and and that's like for me, that's that is uh, an homage to the entire. Uh, if you're in that movie, if you're in Dragons Forever, it's sort of like an homage to the entire decade. Uh, and I don't know. I, I I could go on. I know you have a lot of good things to say about a lot of stuff you want to say well, about Billy Chow, but I, for me, I, I, his, his resume is built on the fact that he is a class act as far as a performer is concerned, and he delivers on all on all levels. Yes, agree with you on all fronts. I mean, you nailed most of the things. Real quick background for maybe people who don't know: Billy Chow, uh, born in Hong Kong, immigrated to Canada, became a. Uh, student and pretty much the prize fighter of uh, Frank Lee, who uh, has a very famous gym, Frank Lee's gym in Edmonton, Canada. So actually he and our sensei, Sugarfoot, were like fighting on a lot of the same cards, uh, starting around that same area, a same era. And Billy would fight North America, and then he went to Asia for years and fought in Hong Kong and Thailand. And then I believe it was in 87, he won uh, the world championship. He was the WKA world kickboxing championship. So that uh-huh. would be what we call international rules. Low kicks, punches, but no knees and elbows. And so, and that fight is on YouTube. You can watch that fight uh, when he wins the world championship. Uh, and uh, he was just a phenomenal, once again, he's a world freaking champion. And so that shows on screen. And I remember the first time I ever saw him, 
who was probably Fist of Legend when they did the Miramax release of it in the late mm-hmm. 90s. And you just, in that role for me is still so iconic. Does he do anything crazy kicking wise in that? No, a lot less than he actually did in other roles, but they sold him as almost like a giant on screen. They're like, look, you're just going to use your Muay Thai style. You're going to kick through bricks. You're going to, he just does these crazy Muay Thai roundhouse kicks where he's just kicking through shit and it just sells. And the thing is his authenticity as a real fighter, you know, there's only a few others that have rivaled him. And that's obviously the Guaylo champions they brought over like Benny, like Petey. You know, uh, of that nature, because otherwise, no one on the, the Hong Kong side had that same era believability to him. And the thing I like, he never had to sacrifice it either. Now, he did do a lot more fancy kicks and stuff, but nothing that it's like he couldn't use in the ring. And that's something our own sensei, uh, Sugarfoot, had said. He's like, he's like, man, you know, Billy, Billy was able to kick. I saw Billy like in training do all these crazy kicks, but then they uh-huh. never let him use them in the ring. Because they said, oh, no, no, it's not Muay Thai. You got to just stick with your Muay Thai. He's like, man, if he would have used those kicks in the ring, he could have, like, gone even further, you know, just because he, you see it. He can do spinning wheel kicks. He's got crazy kicking up in the air, jump kicks. But it's all still stuff that's real and you could use in the ring. And so he never had to sacrifice his style. It just transitioned perfectly. And, man, when he kicks his power, like, when he throws those, like, that Muay Thai style, like, rapid fire roundhouse kick and pedicab yep. driver, where he throws, like, three or four of them in a row, and then his teeps, you know, the, the, the push kicks. Yeah. Man, yeah. son of a gun. And it's just, he just had that era of, uh, let me see, that era of believability and a huge inspiration for me when I was first getting into these movies and you know, I could have gone either route. I could have gone the route of, I want to learn to do wushu like those guys. But Mm -hmm. instead like Billy Chow was one of the first with Benny the jet where I was like, I want to do what that guy does. What does he do? And I'm like, Oh, he did kickboxing and Muay Thai and you know, just, and I think blonde fury is a great mention of one of his best roles that fight sequence with Chin Tu Ho. And then it's just so good. And then obviously I love paper marriage. I feel like it's a really underrated movie. It is. Uh, it is. Where he play, he's playing like, and Frank Lee's in that. Uh, it, it features Frank Lee's gym and uh, Billy's playing like a fictional version of himself and so is Frank Lee sort of. But I think one of Billy's most underrated roles slash fight is as the head of the rope factory workers. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, in Miracles when he takes on Jackie Chan with him and his crew. You're absolutely correct. And that, that, you're absolutely correct. And it's been so long since I've seen that film because it's been released so many times that uh i loved it as a as a kid when i was in japan it was like the original release uh, i got to go see it at the egyptian a couple years ago this was you before did. you and i had really connected uh and uh it was just phenomenal to see that movie on the big screen but in that wow. movie like when you when you see him as the coolie right like the leader you're like Absolutely. you're like you believe that this is this guy's like village kung fu right like yeah. raw it's obviously he's using Muay Thai and kickboxing, but it comes off as like, oh man, this is like, this is like real Kung Fu. You learn in the, the sticks, like this is real fighting. No, he, he's, he's, you're absolutely correct. He's phenomenal in that role. And I have to now go back and rewatch that because that, uh, it's been a while since I've seen that because I, for me, like the, the fight scene that pops out is obviously he's done a lot of work with Sammo. Uh, and when I say a lot of work, it just seems like, He's been in Samuel films yeah. and he's, he's, uh, but it, it's pedicab driver for me. That, that's always oh, going yeah. to stand out, but you're absolutely and right. And he's such in, a badass in, in that movie too. He is. Uh, yeah. And that's, that's the other thing. Like, like, I, go his, ahead. his acting also, his acting caliber also sells his characters. There's no, there's no moment of you don't believe. 
exactly you, because you. of that real life fight experience and that real yeah. he's a world freaking champion and just like benny it comes across just like with pd it came across just like jerry trimble you know yep. it, it came across it when they did their hong kong movies and it's just like you, you never disbelieve this guy doesn't know what he's doing it's just like he he could try to not look good and couldn't and yeah. i feel like a lot of people are gonna think we're crazy for having him as our two in one but the thing is this is you know our list and this is my reasoning for it and when as i said i'm totally biased like a taekwondo guy would probably pick one of my taekwondo entries but for me you know i'm i i do kickboxing i fight muay thai i fight k1 whatever uh and so for him i connect with him on that level and just man his his kicks for days. I mean, if we were to do a list of the best hands, he'd also be on there for me just because of his boxing, right? Mm -hmm. Well, it's, yeah, just, it, it, it's funny. Uh, like you talk about like your Taekwondo friends would pick some of your the Taekwondo fighters on the list. I mean, if you come, if you're coming from my perspective as like a film fan first, and I mean, I know I've done martial arts for quite some time, but like seriously, as someone who's coming with a film fan first, Billy Chow is obviously in my one-two spot. And probably as a film fan, that's probably why Samuel's number one, because, you know, maybe Samuel, as a film director, gives himself uh, some better angles sometimes, where he, he knows how to shoot himself. But, yeah, exactly. Uh, but, you know, there's no reason why anybody in the right mind wouldn't have Billy Chow in the one-two spot. Right. Uh, and the thing uh, is, he could do the fanciful kicks, too, which he got to show, for example... Uh, maybe one of the most fun roles he ever did was as uh, the great kick of the North in what's called Tai Chi 2, or uh, this is the English of Wu Jing's first movie from uh, 1995. And that's a role where he's playing this like Kung Fu kicker from the North, and he gets to do a bunch of fancy jump and spinning and like, you know, holding his leg up in the air. And it goes to show he could do it. Yeah. Well, I, I'm, I'm, if, if you had me, if, if you charged me with redoing this list, I would probably change my one too. Uh, and I probably drop my, I probably go back to my original rule of no legends and Jackie Chan and Jet Li and Gordon Liu would be off. And I know maybe mentioning Gordon Liu as a legend might be uh, silly to some, but uh, uh, yeah, if anyone has not seen Billy Child's resume, any of his fights, and I have a feeling like Blonde, uh, Blonde Fury, Fury is not one that a lot of people have seen. They Harder to get a hold out. of. Yeah, yes. they should get out, go out and see that. And, if and by the way, he's also playing a fighter named Billy from yes. Canada. So it's like another <laughs> fictional version of himself. It's like, well, we ran up all of our creative juices. We're just going to call you Billy. You're going to be a kickboxer from Canada. Yeah. And so obviously we need to wrap this up because I don't know how we're getting this for as a free recording with Zoom because we've definitely gone over 40 minutes. I think we have a little bit. And I think you're going to have an editing job a little bit. I don't know if you need to release oh, no worries. this. You're good? I'm not <laughs> editing out any of this, but real okay. quick. Let's just go through our honorable mentions, not even talk anything about them. I'm going to go through mine real quick. I had Ken Lowe. I had, even though he's only really done a couple, Kim Won Jin from Operation Scorpio, just because everyone mentions him as one of the, you know, that role is fantastic. Mm -hmm. I had Jackie and Samo. Bruce Lee is his own entity. I just wanted to bring that up. I had Dick Way, who I'm sure is like your top of your honorable mentions list. And then I had Cynthia Rothrock. Very nice list. I, I, I've had a, a growing list and I just decided to cut it down to three and make it real sweet and go simple. I have Yunhua. Oh, I'm sorry. And Angela Mao. I had Angela Mao oh, on there. Sorry. And then uh, now go. I have Yunhua as in my number three spot. Nice. And good. that was the guy who I said was probably a little too big, a little too tall to like actually get a chance to see how good his kicks were. Dick Way, uh -huh. of course, because yep. it's just power. And then yep. Sensei Benny. 
There you go. If, there if you ben, go. If Benny's on there for the candle kick, and if he's not there for the candle kick, he's there with the kick that pushed uh, Samuel back into a bunch of men who had to release him. And well, forever. There you go. Great. I'm glad we finally got to do this. We're going to be doing more now that we have this whole thing set up. Uh, we'll 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 record our our uh, intro together tomorrow. That, uh, that sounds great. Yeah, and then so we'll talk about everything that's going on in the world right now. Uh, final note: just stay safe. Uh, yep. All right, man. So uh, let's, uh, uh, hey, this is all on you. Go ahead and end it. All right, take care. I'm going to go ahead and end the Zoom meeting. Uh, and like you said, stay safe for anybody who's listening and I hope you guys are doing well over there. All right, peace. We are. Take care. Bye. Adios. Bye. Hey, so there you have it. That was the final list the top 10 kickers of hong kong cinema so uh gavin what do you think how did this I, uh listen, go I, I think i've said it multiple times so i had a lot of fun making this list i'm looking forward to our next episodes i feel like uh we're also uh we're starting to get these uh these podcasts under our belt in a way that uh i'm starting to dare i say feel proud i mean i like from episode number one we've been interviewing some super heavy hitters but uh you know i feel like this is finally an episode where we're coming into the zone uh as host and particularly as me as a as a co-host that sounds like i'm tooting my own horn but i feel like i've been trying to kind of catch up to the caliber of our guests and, the, and also the caliber of our, our main host which is you so hey, no you you toot that horn all you want because uh this is a equal group effort and i agree i think we are getting the hang of it now even with uh having utilized more technology than we did before yeah with ours, but it's going pretty well uh and once again i love this list uh as as you know for me as a martial artist as a uh, uh competitive uh, kickboxer i am a kicker by nature yeah. uh, my background is known for my kicks uh and so uh Obviously, I'm going to be a little bit biased, but, and even, you know, my main choice maybe was slightly biased, but I will stick with it till the day I die, Billy Chow, all day, every day. Listen, if, if we come together, uh, you know, we, we, we were in our silos when we did this list. And if you're, if you're picking Billy Chow as number one and I'm picking him as number two and still like going back and forth on who's one and two, uh, leaving that one legend off as, as everyone knows by now, uh, it's got to be Billy Chow. I mean, at the end of the day, you can people can take apart any of so many of our other picks, but you cannot take apart Billy Chow. No, and you can't. And if you have any uh, doubts or you think we're full of crap, or you might say, "Oh, but his his kicks were limited and his range was limited." Okay, first of all, just go back and rewatch the movies he's known for. Okay, and you yep. see that is not the case. Uh, also, you look at any portrayal of like Muay Thai style kicks on screen I would say he is the best better than Tony Jaw I'm putting it out there uh be due to the fact that he was a real world kickboxing champion second if you want to see him do like super flashy crazy stuff uh I mean the one role that I think I mentioned before would be in uh the the English release was uh, Tai Chi 2 or I think mm -hmm. the Chinese release was Tai Chi Hero Wu Jing's first movie where he plays the great kick of the north and you get to see him do some fancy stuff and or just watch his uh, highlight reel on YouTube and you'll see some clips like specifically from what is a Hong Kong or Chinese TV show and you see him do all sorts of crazy stuff. 
So the guy can do anything he wants, but he's just the best, the best kicker. I'm sticking with it. When you, when you can uh, come from his height with his leverage and still, when you're delivering those leg kicks, look like you're chopping down a tree the way he does. Uh, yes. The leg kicks alone, like we talked about, like I, I, well, I talked about, uh, you know, Michelle Yeoh, you know, in the earlier lower half of the list, how there's like that one kick that, she, you know, the, the scissor kick that she could, you know, be known for. We've talked about Benny the Jet putting out the candles. It, his leg kicks would put him on the list alone. And that doesn't yeah. incorporate anything else that he does. And even just the the kicks he throws in pedicab driver, man, that's just just the double roundhouse. The I mean, hands down, right there. No more discussion. We've already established our list. So, uh, what are our final thoughts here? Well, you know, I I had one one question, and you can actually touch right. on it. you you well, for what you're known for, and your 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 fighting nickname is the Rabbit. Can you yes? Can you expl- uh, expand on that a little bit? You are kicker, uh, right? Yes, yes, but are you want to expand how I got the name the rabbit or why you're known as the rabbit? Well, okay, so uh it was when we were getting ready to go fight in Austria last year. So we're talking about like the beginning of prep. Uh obviously me and my my teammate and you know my secondary coach really Herman the Bat Baltazar uh uh-huh. we're preparing and I'm known for my movement. That's the main obviously I kick a lot and I move. I don't stand and bang. I'm known for kicking and moving, kicking and moving fast feet, just, I'm always bouncing around too, you know, like it's, it's not, you know, I, I hop and bounce around and a lot of that comes from my background in Savat, the French kickboxing and a lot of the footwork drills, uh, I was taught by my first, uh, real coach, Jerome Turcan. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, also later on what I consider like, you know, Jerome's my main foundation coach, the first coach I ever had, but my, my main Savat coach, like pure Savat technique was, uh, Dominique Fontana Rosa in Bangkok. And he's the one that taught me a lot of that footwork. So it's like me always bouncing around and moving. And Herman jokingly called me the speed bunny. <laughs> and then, yeah. So, and he sent me uh, that little rabbit from uh, 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 Kung Fu Panda. Okay. And so uh, from there, it just kind of grew into the rabbit. Good alliteration with my last name. And, you know, Herman threw it out there while we were in Austria uh, that, you know, tournament didn't go my way. I unfortunately lost a decision first fight, but you know, on our way back, uh, Herman kind of threw it out there and our coach, our sensei Sugarfoot liked, he's like, yeah, yeah, the rabbit, the rabbit. Cause it goes with good with my last name, Richardi. And I kick a lot like rabbits kick. Uh, I move a lot, uh, fast footwork. So yeah. Well, and now, uh, now that I'm in quarantine, I'm working on some things to live up even more to that rabbit, uh, title. Excellent. Yes. Uh, so here's here's one of the reasons I asked that, and I probably should have asked that in, at the introduction of the very first episode okay. we did we did with this. This is to establish if you were in a uh, if we were in a court of law, and I was the the attorney, prosecutor, or defendant, I would try to establish you as the as the as the star, not the star witness, but the the expert witness, and you oh. just passed that litmus test. So what I'm essentially saying is, anyone doubts this list? We were doing this with an actual kickboxing kicker who's known for his kicking, known for his movement. And I'll be honest, when I started this list, I got a little intimidated. I was kind of set on who was going to be in my top five. 
But that six through 10, I kept mentioning, you know, I'm fluctuating a little bit. You throw me in with some cabin fever, fluctuate some more because I'm trying to get a list that's going to impress you as well. And, I'm, and you know, going back to that uh, six through 10, I was really, really happy that the one surprise kicker that you had was someone that was also on my list. And we're talking about Moon Lee there too. Right. I agree. And I appreciate the praise, my brother. Thank you. You know, there's, there's far better kickers out there than me. You know, I just, I know how to kick for my style and what gets me through my fights, but I really appreciate the kind words, but I'm always trying to improve. There's always room for improvement. And that's why I love studying all these different people. You know, I love watching Taekwondo guys. Uh, you know, I love watching karate guys, Muay Thai guys, all of them. I just love kicks. I think they're so aesthetically pleasing and cool and effective and strong. And that's why this list was so much fun. Absolutely. Well, I hope you're staying safe. I hope you're staying healthy. Most uh, definitely. I don't know if you have any closing thoughts yourself. Well, no, but we haven't decided on our uh, our next list. And uh, now I'm uh, putting you well, under pressure here. But well, you, 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 what was that? I said, should we try to decide what we're going to do next right here, right now? You know, well, you know, we've thrown around the idea of the best chase scene. And I know that that is like a really wide angle, but the best chase scene in a martial arts film or a best chase scene utilizing martial arts. Oh, uh, tell I you what. Go ahead. Let's let's do this list. I like this idea, but okay. I'm, I'm going to say it, it's got to be what this, the latter that you just said, a chase scene using utilizing martial arts. So. I mean, technically, it can be in a car, I guess, but there has to be straight up fighting going on, right? Uh, Agreed. So off, right off the top of my head, an example of that would maybe be in the raid too. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, but there has to be significant fighting going on, hand-to-hand uh, -hand combat fighting. I mean, another one, not as uh, well. Actually, I thought it wasn't too bad. Like Special Identity with Donnie Yen, which I believe was coinciding up the same car team. You know, they're fighting yes. in between the cars. You know, uh, the sequence with Andy on. Uh, so yeah, the, I think, or it can be completely on foot chasing or motorcycle, but there has to be a significant amount of hand-to-hand -hand fight scenes going on. For example, like one I wouldn't count would be the slight dirt bike chase, uh, dirt bike chasing <laughs> in the line of duty four, because even though they're battling with the shovels, I don't consider that, uh, you know, qualifying. Now, now here's, here's my one question for you, because I don't know, I know there are a lot of great chase scenes out there. I'm wondering if we also include that subgenre of Western martial arts films because there is oh, 100%. one fight scene. Excellent. 100%. I've got one on the list already then. Excellent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we want to make this a list of 10 or five? I Let's, say five. Yeah. It's, it's, it's yeah. pretty specific. So I already, for example, I think I know what my number one is already, but it'll be interesting to go back and take a look because just off the top of my head right there, I was thinking, I'd even think about the Raid 2 before when we initially discussed this. So this will be our next episode. The top five martial arts chase scenes that will that's i like we'll it all righty like all right oh and uh well no we'll, we'll we'll establish it before the episode but anyways yeah so uh highly enjoyed this one uh i uh, hope you guys liked our list and yeah we'll try to get back with that next episode soon all right sounds great aj i'll talk sounds to you good. soon all righty